0: With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
1: Okay. Sissoko finally waited. Erickson, low, great ball into the middle. What a save by Heaton. Tonight's Davison Sanchez, Lucas Mora, And belted into the net brilliant Goal! On debut, Tungay Ondombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Mora clips it. Oh, great goal! goal. Stephen Burkevine has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Aurier! What a finish for 3-2 from Serge Aurier! First hand here to Son, Kane, good area for Spurs, and Kane's not oh, afraid to shoot, wow, what a goal, Harry Kane, that is exceptional. Grunella, try and place it, wonderfully taken by Eric Lamella. never afraid to take on a shot, and with good reason. in the early back lineman, Son breaks forward, oh wow, what a run, Yann Minson from inside his own half has scored one of the best goals of his Yo,
0: people, welcome back to another episode of the New Spurs Order podcast. Um, I'm on hosting duties this week. It's Tapping Toes, a.k.a. NSO Goldberg. And I'm joined by my brother, Mr Yao, a.k.a. Mr Scott Hall. How you doing, bro?
2: I don't know how I'm doing. I don't know. I mean, I've got a new nickname for our new manager. Mm -hmm. Uh, I hope it goes well. Yeah, the the postman. I think if it goes well it's a great nickname if it doesn't we're finished (laughs)
1: so
2: so so boy so let's hope it goes well innit because uh we'll get into it but there's Mm. been a lot of um because we went to the the kit launch innit so
0: yeah
2: that there's been a lot of uh positive spin i should say yeah about the postman and let's hope he delivers on sundays because most postman don't so
0: Yeah. Listen, listen, you're right. Um, It's a hope. It's a hope thing now. And I feel like it's an acceptance that, listen, um, no matter what we think, he is our boss now. So the best thing we can do is to just try and get behind him. And I just want to put it out on record that with with our podcast as well, I don't think that we were like 100% dismissive of Ange, Ange the person. I think it's more like where he's basically received his footballing experience in Europe, right? Um, it was. The I, don't, I don't
2: even think. I don't even yeah. think we like, I, I'll jump in, and sorry to jump in.
0: Because no, it's no, Go for it. it. But um, I, th-
2: I think I think a lot of wires were crossed in terms of like. I don't. I didn't have a problem with where his experience was. My problem, and I think the majority of our group in fact I'll, I'll go as far to say everybody in our group had the exact same issue the club came out after second Conte and gave us all this spiel about we're gonna get a younger manager or we're looking at younger managers with the idea of having a massive project overall yeah and then you know the whole thing of a ginormous freaking uh, exodus of players which hasn't happened yet but we'll wait and see Ange is 57 years of age. So, like, my my immediate thought is, what happened to this? We're going to go for a younger manager. Like, I would have settled for somebody in their 40s. Yeah, but the guy is like, he's like six years from retiring. <laughs> like, what? I don't understand this club. Like, I, like, it's just, like, if they just shut up and said nothing and then we got Ange, nobody would, I don't think anybody would have said anything. Honest to God. But, like, mm. the... Most of the up was you're you're talking about going younger, and then you go and give us, and this is no offense to him, yeah. But you go give us a man that's way into his the second half of his
0: century. Like, yeah, what are we doing here? Oh well, yeah. No, I think I think you make a good point, right? And it was the club's parameters for that, right? Everyone's everyone was calm with a project manager, they wanted a project manager, a manager that the club could build. With it was the club that said no. They're looking for a young, up and coming manager. Like it was them that made that specific that specific point, right? Yeah. Um, and th- th- there were there were even concerns that Ange wouldn't get the job because of his age. And yet, bang, he gets the job. Now, I think for me that the the obvious concern with Ange is, in fact, before we talk about the concerns, let's actually talk about the the positives, right? Because I don't I don't want to start off on a on a on a, on a negative note, right? Because we've already said that this guy's our manager and we're going to get behind the guy. But um, I'm not going to lie. The more I do research on Ange, the more I actually like what he basically represents as a coach, right? If I was to strip away the fact that his only European experience is in managing one of the shittest leagues in Europe, if I was to strip that away, it's the truth. Let's be real. It's the truth. Like, the
1: Pure
0: it's the truth, though. It's the truth, though. But what? Well, if we were to ask ourselves, as a manager, right? Yeah. What makes him him? He has good footballing characteristics in in how he wants to set his sides up. He plays the way that we want Spurs to play. His teams are ball dominant. I think they were averaging. Obviously, again, taking to take take the league, the strength of the league with a pinch of salt, of course. But they were averaging like 70% possession um, yeah. in the SPL. Um, his formation of choice is 4-3-3. Um, his teams play an aggressively high press, right? Yeah. His wingers are high and wide, always stretching the stretching the pitch for his sides. Um, he likes to box teams in. He uses the, the fullbacks to join up with a holding midfielder to create a, a free in front of the two. So you effectively attack with a two, three, five and you're trying to pin teams in. So not only do you have the numerical advantage to press from the front, right? If you're pushing high up, but when teams try to counter press, you have bodies in the midfield to try and protect, um, to protect your back line. And when you look at the style of play that he was able to implement, again, at Celtic, weak league, I get it. They don't, You've got teams that can't press Celtic as well, etc., etc. It speaks well. Like I'll have to be real. I, I didn't want Ange. Let me just say that. So I, I didn't want. I can't Ange.
2: Who it was you wanted. Pardon? I can't remember who it was you wanted. I wanted,
0: wanted. Nonguzman. I wanted Nong. I wanted no, So no, my. I think, I no, I'm talking about when it came into the latter weeks. I'm sure. Oh yeah, were. I was. I was happy. I was happy. I was calm with Anslot. I was calm with Anslot, and okay. then that fell through. And I was thinking hopefully maybe we can try and go back in for Narcosman. But when, when the news of Ange came came out, I, I didn't want him. Didn't, I didn't want him purely because I don't rate the SPL, right? But doing yeah. my research on this guy, irrespective of what I didn't, what I wanted or didn't want, now he's got the job. When you look at his characteristics as a as a manager, he basically does the things that I want Spurs, the Spurs manager to do when he sets up his team. What would
2: you yeah. What would you say? Um I was I was similar. It's not that I didn't want Ange. I was my, my head was stuck on the whole um younger. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I and I, I think I made it very clear in the group. Like I just couldn't for time I just couldn't get past it because I was like
1: mm.
2: I don't have a, I actually and I said it in the group, I don't have a problem with where he got his experience, the whole um Jay Lee and you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, And I did a deep dive into, you know, his managerial career. I think he had like a small stint in Greece uh, before he went um, back to um, Australia and ran on from there. But originally, he wasn't this like forward or should I say ball dominant type manager. He was quite pragmatic. That's how he started off apparently. Yeah. The, the the research that I was doing, and then I think it's when he went to the J League, um, and you know because of the the club he was with at the J League was you know a sister city club group. or whatever, yeah. yeah, part of the City Group. So Pep went there, gave him you know the small talk on the side more than you believe, uh, and he believed, <laughs> and ever since then he stuck to this 4141 ish type formation and it's worked out well for him Um, he went Celtic I think the first season he was there he finished like 30 points or something like that behind Rangers or it was something mad like he they just didn't win the league the first season he was there yeah but he was implementing a style of play and that came to fruition this season because they blew everyone apart even though it's a dry league like they done the treble which they've done multiple times in their past I'm pretty sure um, O'Neill has done it with them, or, you know, whatever, dry manager. But he had a style of play that you know the Celtic fans really enjoyed, really appreciated. And I did watch because you know it was you know all hyped about. I did watch the the full Real Madrid Celtic. I was like, yo, they created a lot of chances that I was not aware of because they they really did get at Real Madrid, but they got punched. You know, I, like, you just have to call a spade, a spade. They got punch free, though. They got dealt with by experience. I, at the time when um Slot fell through, I wanted Galado because I knew Poch was done. I knew Poch was not happening whatsoever. It didn't matter what, what people think or what wanted. Poch was not coming. Yeah, and so because I wanted somebody young who I felt was free, I wanted... um Galardo, i was like yeah fiery character plays 433 likes to be attacking aggressive i wanted him pause and then next thing you know (laughs) postman
1: like what
2: and then what made what actually made it more annoying for me was all right fine well we're getting this guy it looks like we're getting this guy everybody on Twitter and, and journalists, oh, this was the greatest manager we could have got. Yeah. Like, certain men have changed their, their, their DP to, you know, from Conte to Ange, yeah? yeah. Certain men are now, are now doing... Sp- they've never spoke about Ange in the two years or 18 months that Conte was there. Never, yeah? I'm not even going to mention names because I could, trust me, yeah? Certain man that does spaces on a regular basis, Yeah? I yeah. hear saying, talking about previous managers, that's the greatest manager Spurs are going to get. All of a sudden, wow, it's not Ange. Ange is, Ange is great. I said, yo, big man, if, you, if you're just going to be out here sucking balls, bro, just tell us that you're doing this, bro. Don't don't come out here with this nonsense. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you want to be ahead of the curve. We don't know what this guy is going to deliver. We actually don't.
1: Yeah, 100%. I just like
2: the fact that. All right, cool. He seems to be he, I'm I can't believe I'm saying this because I've said this about I think the previous two managers, but he doesn't seem to be a pushover. Yeah. Now what I will say here is that out of the previous managers, I think Andrew would punch up Levy. Like he gives me that impression that yo, big man, it's not it's not it's not a smiling thing. Yeah, don't don't come boy me over here. Like I'll punch yeah. you up and leave the job. That I get I get that impression from him. Yeah, so <laughs> I hope he's that kind of guy
0: because, you know, Spurs need Spurs need they need a, they, they need an authoritarian, authoritarian. Like they need an authoritarian. Need. You, know need. Is, yeah. you know what is though? You know what is though? With obviously and, and I think for me with this Ange appointment, right? I'm looking more yeah. at Enoch. I'm looking way more at Enoch than Ange in terms of who I yeah. put the put the um, the the um, the responsibility on to make this new tenure a success right because ultimately the squad is not in a good place with a mismatch 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 of profiles um and we need to 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 continue um and even we need to not just continue but we need to even accelerate and get better at moving on the players that just fundamentally aren't good enough for the club and i feel like it would be it would be a fool's errand to for, for Enoch to bring Ange in on a four-year deal and expect him to change completely change the style of play that we have been deploying for the last three, four years with no new players and just to work with what's okay. here. It's, it's, just, it's just not going to work. And I think with Ange himself, right, I'm not going to lie. I am starting to like him. I, I like the way he speaks. I like his personality. I think he's a passion merchant. And I, like you said, I feel like... He don't take shit. He doesn't take shit. But ultimately, we don't know how he's gonna perform. We don't know yeah, how yeah. he's gonna perform. His his appointment is a risk. It's a gamble. As much as as much as, as, much as you, exactly as much as you like him, as much as I like him, as much as, as, much as uh, a lot of the fans who weren't even talking about him two weeks ago are now suddenly and experts, right? Um, and Sorry, just to interject there. The PR for Ange has been insane. I don't think I've seen PR for a manager like this since Jose Mourinho, genuinely. I don't even. that. The Jose Mourinho PR was absolutely insane. I think I feel like Conte got some no, No, no,
2: no, no, no. The last manager I remember getting this kind of pump, yeah, wasn't even Jose, it was Harry Renner.
0: I don't think Harry got PR like this. This, Harry, is, Harry, honestly, this I PR for Ange, it's like, oh my God, he's the right guy all along. He's always been the man. I'm like, you weren't saying this two weeks ago, brother. He wasn't even in your. He wasn't even pure in any of your lists.
2: They're pure lies. I so, think. No, I'll. I'll be fair. I can't remember the journalist now, and I don't want to. I don't want to take a guess because if if I'm wrong, I'll be pipe. I'll be hyping up. The wrong journalists, but there was one one journal, yeah, that had ange on you know when when there was like a list of like the managers we were looking at, yeah. It yeah. had nagusman top, um Poch was still in that list, Galado wasn't, and then it had slot at like three or four, and Ange was like five, and then right at the bottom was Rogers. I was like Tch. Listen, one thing I will say that the club has done well here is make damn sure that Brendan Rodgers has, has, is not the manager, of Spurs. Because I promise you, I promise you, with with everything in my life right now, I would have bricked that stadium. I'd have bricked it. I'd have bricked it. I would have. I would have broken glass. Yeah. If Brendan Rodgers was managing my team, i No, it would have been hell. It would have been pure hell. Impossible. That guy is ass. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Don't hey, oh, no. No, I've just let no, I've just left no, no 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 no, no. We're, not, we're not gonna have to talk on this one. Don't worry, don't worry. i just put All it right. out there because I'm insane. Don't worry. So, but anyway, yeah, just just back on Ange Postogoglu So, like big picture now, obviously, he's got the job, four-year deal, which satisfies a lot of the people who are concerned that oh, the club aren't backing him, the club aren't I wasn't really concerned too much about the years, right? For me. Backing Ange isn't defined by how many years they give him on these contracts. Backing Ange is defined by what they give him to improve the squad, and that is the f- common theme that we keep going back to, right? Correct. We've we've all accepted, and I, I actually feel like I feel like the lion's share of Spurs fans I'm speaking to they can't they've come round they weren't they weren't happy with with the idea of Ange, but they they're now happy with the idea of Ange. Now he's in the job, they want to sort of. Give him the opportunity. Give him the chance to do yeah, what he can have do. To. And because yeah, you're, you're right. You have to because ultimately we all want to see Spurs do well, and we all want to see. And at the very least, at the very least, of course, we should aspire for more. But at the very least, it satisfies a lot of the Spurs fans who are like, oh, at least give me decent football. If we're going to be crap, at least give me decent football. At least
2: no, give no, me no, I don't. I don't play none of that stuff. Like, listen, never uh, do let I. Me, let me make. This I'm, a, just a, it. A I'm just saying. Yeah, go. On. Go
0: on. No, no, go,
2: no, go, go! I'm saying, say like, I'm not, I'm not one of those fans that can be in the stadium and we're losing three-one, and man are telling me, oh, but we're playing great football." I'll slap you. I'll slap you in front of your whole family. Like, stop that nonsense! Right. Yeah, I, I go to games right. and I support my team to see armpits. If I don't see armpits, I'm gonna be vexed. That's what I care for, bro. That's what the mm-hmm. sport is there for. I don't know no, about man. none of this nonsense. But no, you're right. You're right in saying that. You are spot on in terms of backing uh, the manager. And this is a problem we've had for like probably a decade, to be fair. You know, like I, yeah. I, I think we go all the way back to even Harry. Harry, I'll be a bit, you know, I'll try and be fair. But <sighs> yeah, actually, you know, I will be fair to Harry. Even Harry Redneck wasn't backed fully. So yeah, you know, like in terms of like this system, because it's a lot of system talk um that has been um uh spoken about i was listening i can't remember the podcast i was listening to um funny enough but um they were talking about destiny destiny's child Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. according to this italian specialist i guess um destiny is probably more suited to Conte's system than Ange. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm he like, oh, he's a wing back. He's, no. he's a wing back. So so yeah, I t- listen, I don't know.
0: Um this
2: guy's got a lot of miracles to do, boy.
0: This is it. I think that the, the, the job he has on his hands is a very tough job, man. You're dealing with owners who whilst they have spent more money in recent years, ultimately they never consistently spend money on the right player or the manager's choice of player. The manager never gets his first choice consistently on top of the fact that, you've got a lot of players in the squad who are just not good enough and need to be moved on. On top of the fact that the marquee player has got a year left in his deal and looks like he's probably going to leave the club. On top of the fact that the captain and stalwart uh, goalkeeper is wants to leave the club. So you basically have to usher in, you have to usher in a new era of Spurs whilst having to deal with a lot of the baggage that have weighed down Tottenham in the first place. So it's not easy. And, Glenn, um, Glenn Hoddle 11 here, uh, thanks for the comment as well. He says, Andrew's unproven at the highest level. This is a huge risk. Listen, um, it's a big risk. And my concern when he was initially linked to the job is nothing against the guy. But my thought, my thinking at the time was, why is it Spurs that have to take this risk now? But for whatever reason, we've taken it. And... Right. I hope to God that Ange does his thing, and I'm I'm rooting for him. Honestly, I'm rooting for him. But this is where I think as Spurs fans we need to be balanced and understand that the the task that we're asking Ange to do is not easy. He may, he has the good he has the footballing principles we want, but the task we're asking him to do is not easy. Which is why more than ever we need. Enix support of this guy. We need them to give him the players he needs. If he needs young, dynamic centre backs to play further up the pitch, give it to him. If he needs certain contracts to be terminated, give it to him. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. The jump from SPFL to the Premier League is big. It is big, right? Principles aside, yeah. it is big. And whilst he whilst he has good a uh, good Football ideology, in terms of how he wants his teams to play and how he wants his teams to be set up, which is reminiscent to, like you said, the City Group and some of the better sides in Europe these days. Ultimately, he's going to need the staff personnel to do that, right? And right, yeah. where he's never worked in the Premier League as well, we also need to give him that grace. We need to give him time to adapt. And with all this being said, it goes back to Enoch, it goes back to Daniel Levy, right? this is a guy who you've brought in because you supposedly trust him right now give him the players give him the damn players give so, him the damn players give us this rebuild this in full give us this rebuild rebuild in full
2: so the breakdown i did in the group was roughly about 400 plus million right
0: what to spend
2: no, no, because, you know, Levy's been doing all of this chit-chit-chat about they've yeah. backed managers. Yeah, he's. it's not the first time he's done this, but, he, you know, in, mm-hmm. in recent times, he's back to doing the same nonsense, saying that they've backed managers. So, um, in the group, to bring people up to speed, I think I broke down, you know, the 400 million since, what, 2019, which worked out to somewhere around, I think it was like 200 and... 12 or oh, it might i might be it might be less it might have been like 150 something million spent on um defensive side of like assets but let me break it down now so so people at least gather where i'm coming from so of this apparent 400 plus million that we spent if i'm correct we'll go through the list <laughs> yeah now people don't laugh on other end yeah just just hear it and tell me if this is competent <laughs> Football management of a club. We went out into the market, we bought Ryan Cession from Fulham for 30 million. Didn't work out, he's still at the club. Yeah. We went and bought Regulon for 27 million. Didn't work out, he's on loan. He's coming back. Yeah, so already we've canned 57 million. <laughs> this is this is this is only from 2019. So I'm not gonna include Davison. Narcos, yeah. I'm not gonna include that you. I'm just talking about who we have. We bought Emerson for 23 million. I'm gonna I'm actually gonna give Emerson a blight. Yeah, because in recent times I I have actually supported him because he's been defensively decent. Um, but he's not a great 23 million to spend. We spent 45 million on Poro, can't defend. (laughs) Like, like, and this is I'm just focusing on the fullbacks right now. Yeah, Mm. we've got Peret for free. Can't defend, but he's got bare assists. We bought um Jed Spence because clearly he sees dead people, that's why he got shipped off to freaking France for 20 million. Conte didn't like him. I think there was a bit of racism there, but I'll get back to that. Yeah. Then we went and bought Rodon. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That guy's shit. Yeah. Like (laughs) I don't believe it. We bought him. He's in Renz, he's coming back, nobody likes him. We went and got Christian Romero, who's clearly not just on paper, but also in reality, our best center back. And he doesn't want to play alongside other players that he's is at the club because he's like, nah, you man, I'm cack. I'm not trying to ride and die for you, man. I'd rather ride and die for Argentina. All right, cool. Then we also got Lenle on long. Roughly. Including all of that, that's about. I'd say one hundred and fifty, give or take. You know, this is horrendous, bro. Like out of everyone I just given you, ninety percent can't defend. Ninety percent of of the the money spent on players cannot defend. What position do they play, or what's what part of the of the pitch do they play? They the fence! like so. How is How, and and it, mind you, take this into consideration. Poch was on a bad run. Hadn't won an away game since Lord knows how long. They go into the market, they buy midfield assets and they leave him with Jan Vertonghen and Toby Ardavirud who were getting pretty old at that point. Um, Their legs were getting run down. And the next reinforcements defensively for him was Session um, and Oria? I think it was. Yeah. So those were Uri the...
0: was the year before. Oria was oh, the year before.
2: My apologies. So Session was at least the, that year. Yeah. So the backup to Jan and Toby Oliver, granted, you know, they were getting old, was Eric Dier and Davison Sanchez, who even prior to those seasons, people were like, these men are not good. But they were the backup. They're now, or they became starters under Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho gets past his first eight months, what nine months? I think we made it into Europa by the skin of our teeth. He wants Sgrigno. <laughs> you know who he got? He got Rodon. Right <laughs> he got he got Rodon. Well yeah, cool. So now he's got to go into the following season. With Dyer, Sanchez, I think Toby was still there, but you know, I'm I'm just going off the top of my head. And Rodon and Tanganga, who he brought through. Okay, cool. Whatever.
1: Mm.
2: Jose Mourinho gets sacked. Cool. We get Nuno in. It forced to it falls completely to puts. Romero comes, if I'm correct, that, that same summer. So we get Romero in. Conte comes in. By some miracle, we get top four. We've spoken about this in the past. Conte now gets to the summer, says I want the <laughs> Who did
1: he
0: get?
2: Who did he get? He got Langley on
0: London. Got like,
2: And then listen to this. This is how you know this club is mad. Yeah, man are telling me about spending 400 million. If I see Levy in my ends, I'm gonna break his nose.
0: Yeah, this
2: guy is insane.
0: Well, I'm gonna pause Lengle. you there, right? I'm, I'm going to pause you then and, and, and I'm going to read quotes, right? Um, so fresh quotes from Daniel Levy today. Um, he said, the notion that Tottenham haven't backed certain managers is incorrect. We're currently paying the price where some of the acquisitions have not turned out to be as we hoped. We wanted Ange Postacoglu to play attacking football and trust the academy. Now, I, I with Daniel Levy, yes, Spurs have spent big money in recent years. We have. Relative to what we were spending before, anyway, Spurs have spent big money. But the problem is where is, is what you've just laid out there, right? Some of the money that's been spent has either not been spent in the right positions or has been spent extremely poorly, right? And in a lot of cases, it's been both. It's been both. Yes. It's been both. I, so I, fully you agree. Can, I you think talk about... Go on, go on.
2: I think one manager... And, you know, I've said it in the group, so I have no problems just saying it to the masses. I think Conte's a fraud. Yeah, because th- this is the one time I'm going to actually say Levy might not actually be lying in this situation. Yeah, Conte didn't get bestowed in. That I 100%, I 100% back Conte on. Yeah? But Conte got given Jeff Spence, Didn't play him. Got given Basuma. Told the world Basuma's not ready. Ahead of He's behind Hoybier. That's what he told the world. He told the world this. Got Richarlison. That dodo hasn't laid an egg all season yeah
0: like we coming we coming we coming
2: like he got given if i'm correct and you can you can tell me if i'm wrong he got given nine players in his tenure
0: so yeah kulisewski Benton yeah four star rich Zuma, pedro porro um yeah. danjuma yeah there's one more I'm missing. There's one more I'm missing. Have I mentioned Longley?
2: No, you haven't mentioned Longley. So
0: Longley, Longley is... Longley as well. Yeah. Oh, and apparently. Perisic. He got, he got given like 10 players. 10
2: players. 10 players. Like, granted, yes, I'm not going to say certain areas were fixed because they definitely weren't. But he got given 10 players, of which, correct me if I'm wrong, um, at certain parts during this season...
0: Destiny is not. Um, I think he got given like fourteen players actually. Yeah, Destiny. Yeah, des- so
2: um, he got these players in, and the football stunk. That's what that's what really started to annoy Spurs fans. Yeah, and I think I think when it got like like unbelievable high levels of toxic is when we defended a 1-0 defeat to AC Milan. That was listen. That to this day is the most unforgivable thing I've ever seen in my life. You are you've lost the the away leg, and you seem to think we should defend for ninety minutes. Mm. Do you know how mad you have to be in the head to tell your team to defend for ninety minutes? Not
1: one single.
2: Listen, all right. Richardson stunk. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give him no 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 backing. He stunk. But. He was he was used like an idiot. Basuma used like an absolute chief. Basuma, who was ripping Hoybjerg consistently whenever Spurs would face the Brighton, yeah, was told, you're behind my man. If that's not a confidence knocker, I don't know what is, yeah? The rotation of the squad, horrendous. Jed Spence, 20 million. We all knew Emerson couldn't attack. We needed something on that, on that right-hand side to help Kulu or... Whoever was on the right side, this guy decides to keep this kid on the bench. Doesn't even give him a chance. Doesn't even give the kid a damn chance. Doesn't make sense. The whole, like, it's an, it's an absolute fuss. I hope Conte never sees the light of this Premier League again. What an absolute, and anybody that bats him,
0: take it off, bruv. This one, this, this, this comment is big facts. The club's mistake was signing big managers and trying to appease them without a clear direction. And I think we, I feel like we were half, half, half half as well. Like, and I agree with virtually all of everything you said with Conte. And you know how much I like Conte, but he didn't cover himself in glory. Yes, granted, you didn't get every single piece you needed, but you had enough to have given us a better products than we saw last year so but bringing it back to Ange as well I feel like these are symptomatic of the mistakes that both the club have made um and both the managers have made right with Ange I think I think one thing that ultimately we're going to need to see from him no matter how bad and I caveat this by saying no matter how poor In fact, let me not say that because we don't. We want Ange to actually get given a pr- better squad. But the couple, the, the things that we're going to need to see from Ange per se is the coaching element. Can you actually help us develop some of the players that we have that we believe actually are good, but we just haven't been able to see to see them flourish yet? So I don't think so Jed I- Spencer is going to be in the, f- in the first team. So I'll, I'll give you the, the the players. So like, yeah, who, I want. Yeah,
2: like, we got to go through. We got to go from back to front, right? Surely.
0: Yeah, 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 so I'll go I'll go from back to front. So so in defense, I'm talking about Romero. I'm talking about um I'm talking about Destiny Udoji Destiny um Udoji, who's gonna come into the team. Um I'm okay. talking about Pedro Porro. I'm talking about um whoever the new goalkeeper is that comes in. I'm talking in midfield, I'm talking about Papi Matassa, whoever it is that we sign in the number 10 in attack, get more goals out of Richarlison. Get more goals out of Sun, get more goals out of Kulisewski, make it a multi functional attack. I want to see, in absence of the quality, I want to see Andrew's imprint, right? Even though, and it's not to say that I want to see Spurs getting slapped up and playing amazing football, but what I mean is I actually want to see a distinct imprint. the manager i want to see spurs look to be a much more progressive team in how they approach matches that's what i want to see from him and that obviously goes hand in hand with the development of players which youngsters mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones blue nile has something she'll adore need it fast most items can ship overnight Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to blue That's BlueNile.com. How many how many how many players can sit on the bench now? Eleven? Seven. I can't remember. I know you
2: can have five um, so. how, many, how many can sit on the bench?
1: Um
2: whatever the like number nine. is. Okay, nine. So, how many how many youngsters, or currently in our reserve? Because that's that's what it will be. Um, do you expect Ange to to bring up bring up to the to the first thing, and actually be used and utilized and
0: for the from the academy? Not yeah, many. Be, not yeah. many. I think, so, I think I think I think the clear candidate is Alfie Devine. I feel like he's probably. He's probably the one where there's a bit of a pathway for him into the team because Spurs don't really have anyone that plays in the position that he plays in right now. We don't the profile midfielders that we have; they don't really operate in those zones. So that's the obvious one. Beyond that, I don't know. Mundell, I heard that he's potentially off. He might need to leave. Right? He might go. Um, we don't know. We don't know. I think. I think what is most important for me is I want to see. A concerted attempt to incorporate some of the things that were 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 lacking that he's good at. Like I want to see maybe a better coordinated press as a team. I want to see the, the the team have more confidence in playing with the ball higher up the pitch, keeping the ball, trying to control more games. And I think again, all these points I'm asking, they're still interlinked with Enoch because fundamentally, he's gonna need new players. For some of these things, there are marginal gains that we've mentioned, like getting more goals out of Richarlison. You can do that. You don't need, uh, you don't need uh, like five new players to try and get more goals out of Richarlison. No, you need, you, genuinely, you need Jesus Christ. Genuinely. No, genuinely, you don't. It's the same for Sun, though. You don't need 10 new players to get more goals out of Sun. You don't need 20 new players to get more goals out of Kulisewski. You don't need you like you would I sell sun for the right price? I would sell sun, yeah. Yeah, for the right price. But the point the point I'm making is like the things that are within his control, right? I want to see, I wanna see him try and push, push on in in that respect. The pressing, yeah. um some of the good players that have felt that have, that have lost their way. I want to see him try and get these guys back to a good standard. And then I feel like where I want the club to supplement him is I want the club to bring in players that fit his vision, his way of playing. And it's not just his way of playing, sorry. I want the club to bring in players that fit their vision, right? Have a vision and stick to it. So it's clear to see that they want Spurs to be this progressive, attacking football-driven side. Right, cool. I don't want to see Spurs then linked to a tractor and Harry Maguire, who can't, who can't move at pace. I don't want to see Spurs linked to any more workhorse midfielders. I don't want to see Spurs linked to to attackers that aren't dynamic and got the flair panache. Do you get what I'm saying? I don't want to see Spurs linked to goalkeepers who aren't comfortable with the ball at their feet. If you have a set way of playing and it fits in with the manager's ideology, you now need to bring in players that can only tick these boxes. If they don't tick these boxes, they shouldn't even be under consideration. Right? Cool. They shouldn't be under consideration.
2: So who in the current squad... So you you know... Okay, so... um Postman. So you might get ready for it because that's the nickname and we're running with it. And we coined it first, so don't listen to nobody else, bro. But Postman, his formation is 4 3 And I've been, yeah. been told on good authority that... In play, in possession, it becomes like a four-one-four-one, and out yeah. of possession, it becomes like a two-four-four, because obviously we were pushed like really high, trying to like get the ball back in like thirty seconds. So, who in the current squad? Don't talk about the drunkard Loris because he's gone. Uh, we we sent him to a, a, a vineyard in in freaking France. I hope he gets yeah. drunk there. But who in the current squad that's staying stay or you think is staying, um, like sits in that 4-3-3 three, three formation? And then just don't name the players you'd want, but just leave the positions that need filling. Like, say, like a left centre-back. Just let's say it like that.
0: Okay. Um. So Romero and... Romero and... Poro slash Emerson can, can come into the team. Emerson, because he plays, he's actually played inverted for Spurs and, and Ange lacks his fullbacks inverted, but obviously Poro because he's just a better technician. But then again, he doesn't really play inverted. He plays as a wingback. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with destiny because he doesn't really, he's never played the inverted role, um, but he's young enough that maybe Ange might do a little something different there. Um, yeah. midfield, I think I think I, I would be comfortable. Obviously, Benton Core's not back yet, but ideally I would have Benton Core and Basuma, Basuma at the six, Benton Court as the eight, and then I would leave the the most advanced eight vacant, right? Okay. And then and then in attack in attack hit on the right. Um and that's where it gets a bit murky because Kulisevsky can press, he's got the legs to press. I yep. think Richarlison can press. He's got the energy to press. Son, I don't really think he's that good a presser these days. He's not. And Kane literally just doesn't press. So there needs to be something done up top in terms of how we wanna how we wanna play. If Harry Kane stays, obviously he is in the team, but then that means you're gonna need to compensate by making sure that the wide men you have e- extremely aggressive presses. I don't know how he's gonna mm. do it. I don't know so that's where my head is at right now so i'm um, i'm um, yeah i think i agree
2: with all of it. i i i'm quite scared for the whole um conforming to fit king narrative not because you know he can't get the goals and stuff like that but i'm i'm scared that a manager's coming with an ideal a player can't do it and we have to shift that ideal to suit the player because I I feel that that will be our detriment. But we'll see, you know, you you never know, he might be able to tweak it a bit that it doesn't actually um, cause us the problems that I I assume it would. However, Mm -hmm. in saying that, with his formation and the style of play, I think there's room for a lot of rotation. I think there's room for a lot of players, especially with us playing one game. I
0: agree.
2: I think there's a lot of room for rotation. I think that advanced yeah. eight role is a is a free role, is a, uh, which is something I've been excited for. And I think in some games, I can't believe I'm saying this, but in some games it wouldn't be an eight, it would be a 10. And you could probably drop Kane into that position if you wanted to, just to accommodate Richarlison. Then you've got four attackers and you basically got the rest of the team playing up high to return the ball quickly to us. I know there's been talks of Bele and he says he wants to stay and you know, when he's... Um, Position back. That's another role for him. Um, and I know, obviously, we're looking in the market for you know a player like that, i.e., Madison. Um, but I must admit, the, the crucial part here for this to even work in some shape or form is the is the left side. Back. Yeah, it like it, and we need two players. We need just in case Romero is injured or you know is decided. Like we cannot go into this season the next season, with dial as a third option off the bench. Impossible. I agree. Impossible. dial has, has to be only put into the team. If we're winning 1-0, 94th minute, and he wants to go like nine at the back, bring on dial Or um, all three of our top centre-backs are injured, then dial can come mm-hmm. in. Outside of that, dial needs to find a new club. Because that that guy has been useless his whole life. He still hasn't found a culprit that punched up his brother. So wh- why would I trust yeah. him at our back line in a higher line? It doesn't make sense. So no. He needs um, to, he needs to, he needs to we, we need, and there's a lot of we need a... young defense, free-ish young defenders out there. But I'm gonna say a name. And I know some people are gonna be like, oh man, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's not really that fast. I hear it, but I think he's quality. I think we should
0: go get Laporte. No, but L- 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 Laporte, I think a player like him absolutely ticks what we're looking for because I think he's a, he's an intelligent footballer, right? He, I don't think he's this he colossus. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he's this colossus from a from a defensive p- perspective, but I think he defends good. He defends to a good enough standard, and I think obviously he excels with the ball playing. Right, having a player like that in your team. It, it it gives you so much um capability when it comes to playing out from the back because he can his switch of play is good his passing on the ground is good he can even play left back as well if need be um and he could probably play the inverted role I reckon he's just he's just a really a really really good um, technician right but I think the problem with Laporte is is he really gonna come to Tottenham? Really?
2: Sure.
0: sure. Is he though is he Mon- though? Like, we look at the I mean, players that I mean, we're linked with. Money. Look at the players we're linked with. All
2: right, hit me, yeah, hit money. Me who, talk. Who, who we linked with? And we're in London, but like, hit, hit me with who we're linked with.
0: No, I'm not. Talking, I'm saying, about i play, the players in general, right? The players in general that we're linked with. I think we're linked, yeah. obviously we're linked with we're, we're linked with James Madison. We're linked with David Raya, and I think those are two players that we're gonna face competition for, but. I think they are realistic because I feel like they will consider Tottenham a step up from their current clubs. Whereas Laporte, he's at the Premier League champions. He's playing for Man City, right? His next move, I don't think he's going to drop all the way down to eighth with no Europe. I don't think he is, genuinely. no. I think it, I personally like he will have better offers. No. If there's offers on the table that are better than us, yes, I, I
2: agree with you. Yeah, but the ultimate thing is this, it, it, and this is what happens with a lot of players like Laporte. Yeah, there's only one other place he's gonna go to. Yeah, it's not going to be France. I know people are like, oh, but he's French. He's Spain. not gonna go back. It's gonna be Spain. And if Barcelona can't can't sort out their 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 crooked finances, he's coming Spurs. And I'm not saying it like, oh, yeah, Spurs are quid's in Like, I think people the the narrative. And granted, we we have the right to there's a there's a right for um fans to talk about us the way that they do because the club, the way it's been run, has led to this. Yeah. But the long mm-hmm. and short of it is this whether people want to admit it or not, we are considered one of the big six teams in this country. Yeah. Last season, this is only a season removed, we were in the Champions League. We finished eighth. Yeah. We haven't finished eighth mm-hmm. in the league in, I, I'm not, I can't even remember. Yeah. When Arsenal finished eighth, if I'm correct, they I can't remember what big name signing they, but they made a big, they, they made a big signing. They splashed. Yeah. When they finished eighth, back to back seasons. So all of this all coming down to eighth place means diddly squat. If we want Laporte, we need to present a package to him that says, you know what? We're not trying to stay in eighth. That's all. That's that's literally when it comes to because right now, all these fans will be like, "Ah, who's gonna come to Spurs? Who wants to come to Spurs?" That's not how football works. Football is mm-hmm. where were you last season, and are you going down or are you going up? That is it. That is literally it. That's all football has ever been. Yeah, that's why Spurs could be in eighth place, and people would be like, "Why? Why would Madison go to Spurs?" Well, left the city are in the Championship. Yeah, so any move he makes now to the Premier League is an upside. Yeah, but that's Madison. No, no, no. That one is... No, 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 but the reason why I've used Madison is because even when you go to Man City, yeah, Zinchenko went from Man City to Arsenal, yeah, who who missed... They missed out on Champions League by one spot. This is the same Arsenal that were only a season removed from finishing eighth.
0: Yeah but you but the, again again this is what i'm saying like there were ex- for that one one i feel like arsenal arsenal still have some l- level of juice in their name they are traditionally a big they they they're, they're, they're a tr- traditionally a big club and again london living and i think the most important factor is he had mikel arteta who he worked closely with at um at man city and i think it was even arteta's i think it was even arteta's decision to put to play Zinchenko left back when he was at Man City. So, yeah. this is what I'm saying. I feel like there's no, there's no, with Laporte, I would, I want Spurs to go for Laporte. Absolutely. I, I want Spurs to go all out for a player like Laporte. I don't care that he's 28 years old because fundamentally, he's someone that you deviate from your supposed policy for. Because he's, as a profile, he's the exact kind of player we need in the back line. However, there's no, there's not really a, a certy bargaining chip that Tottenham have here. That's the problem. Don't need, there's don't not need a bargaining a, chip. We don't need a bargaining chip. Like this is this we is do. the problem with that a lot we of our fans do. No, we don't. We
2: just we need to present. Let like, listen. We're not in the position to offer any sort of bargaining chip. There's none of this. Oh, come to Spurs and play with Kane. Nobody cares to come and to Spurs and play with Kane. That that ship sailed four seasons ago. Nobody gives a flying crap about coming to Spurs and playing with Kane and Son. They don't give a flying crap about that. You have to present a project that literally says to these players, this is where we are. This is where we want to be. Man City did it when they came back into the Premier League. They bought players that they should have never, never in their wildest dreams been looking at. And I know people would be like, oh, but the money, the money. It wasn't just the money. They presented to those players, yo, boom, we're here right now. We've only made it to the Champions League one time. Yeah? One time in our entire Premier League era. We've only made it one time. But trust me, come here now, we're, we're looking to be dominant for the next 10 years. That's what they presented, the Agueros, the Yaya Tor- They should have never in their life been looking at Yaya Torre. Never. Manchester City, Blue Moon. You must be taking the Like Rubinho. Like, this, this, the names that they've had in the last 12 years, they should Granted, they've gone on to do the bits. They've got Pep Guardiola. They've had the big names. They had Mancini. They had had real mainstay footballing names. Yeah. Why? Because they said, this is what we're going to do in the next 10 to 15 years. This is what we as a club want to do. Do you know what's the biggest stumbling block for Spurs? It's got nothing to do with Spurs. Kane, Son, the players, the freaking stadium. It's got nothing to do with that. The biggest stumbling block with Spurs is the uncertainty surrounding Enoch and Levy. Nobody knows where the direction of the club is going. Nobody.
0: Fair. And that's it's the only point. reason
2: players would be like, nah, I don't want to come to Spurs. Because they can't turn around and be like, raw you know what? Yeah. Spurs are giving me an offer. These men are talking like, yeah, they want to be back in the Champions League. They want to challenge for titles, blah, blah, blah. And I can see it. Nobody can see it. Because they had Mourinho, sacked him six days before a final. They had Conte, didn't give him Bastoni. Like, they had Poch, gave him no signings for a whole season. Like, 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 you're sitting there as a player thinking, that's insane, bro. Where's the direction? Nah, but people will be like, Madison should go Newcastle. Why should they go Newcastle? I'll tell you why. Because Newcastle have said, oh, this is Eddie Howe. He's our British manager. He wants certain players. We're going to back him with these certain players. He's got us into Europe. All right, cool. I saw an article article today saying that they're only giving him 75 million to spend. Yeah, I haven't seen a Newcastle fan since I've since I saw that article. I haven't seen a Newcastle fan complain once about this 75 million. You know why Spurs fans would complain about that 75 million if that was our budget? Because we would go and spend 60 million on Richarlison and say, make it work. This just it doesn't make sense. We And that's what's irritating about the club. Without the direction, you can't attract nobody. It doesn't matter where you want to be, you can't attract a single player. That's why it's actually hilarious that we've got um Postman in. We've got him in and we're saying, yeah, boom, we're going to give this guy four years. So the first thing players are thinking is, all right, this is the first time in a while Spurs have given a manager this long of a contract. Yeah, So they yeah. must have. They must have some sort of idea, they must think like they're, they're changing things around. Yeah, we've got Harry Kane on the last year of his contract. Rumors are coming out, club don't want to sell him. So that's so All right, cool. So we're still gonna have the, the top goal scorer for another season. Okay, cool. Yeah, all the all the transfer talks that's coming out is we're looking to strengthen in these positions. I'll be honest with you, if we go out and get David Raya, I think David Raya. Or Madison, it doesn't matter which one it is. I think they they start a an actual conveyor belt of good movement for us because then other players would be like, you know what? They, I think they're trying to cook something over there. I don't know what they're I trying agree. to, cook, but I think they're trying I to agree. cook something. But if if we go in for David Raya, Madison, and then man go Newcastle or Manchester United respectively,
0: <laughs> we're finished. We're absolutely finished. Yes can i can i can i interject there? so so just to just to like wrap up on this i think i think one point you made Generally, i do hear you on the point around selling a project for the long term and i think that's where spurs have struggled right um selling a project for the long term sorry my internet is moving higgy um yeah but selling a project for the long term
1: you.
0: <laughs> you can hear me right though you can hear me <laughs> yeah of
1: course, of course
0: yeah so I think that's the that's been the problem. Sending the project for the long term. Where do you see Spurs in the next three, four years? What type of football do you want to play? Um, what is your overarching vision for the club, right? And I think you're right. Obviously, Man City they were spending reckless amounts and they had lots of money, but you could see that the season where they started to, where they got close to top four and they missed out, and they had they had the the, the big name in Mancini. They said, you know what? Oh. If we want to get Yaya, a player like Yaya Torre, let's try and bring in David Silva first to work with Tevez. Then we bring in Yaya Torre. Then we bring in this player. Then we bring in that player. So in that respect, I get the point you're making. And I think that is even furthermore supported by signings like Rhea and, and, and Madison, right? And I think your point is perfect here. If you bring in those two type of players... It sends a signal in terms of what type of club you're trying to be, right? Because everyone knows that Vidraya is a completely different profile to Hugo Lloris. Completely different. Everyone knows that James Madison is a completely different profile to the midfielders that we have purchased in recent time. I think the last player in the midfield that we've purchased that is similar to James Madison in terms of the panache is Belly, And obviously, he's not a playmaker, but you know what I mean, in terms hey. of being known for your technical quality and the yeah. board. The last midfielder we signed akin to someone like James Madison was back in 20, 2019. So I do think that signals an intent that Spurs are looking to change the way they're playing. So there may be players who we go in for will have that in their minds that, okay, you know what? I'm potentially getting an offer from a team that actively want to, to play to play football with the ball at their feet as opposed to without the ball. Right, yeah. so your point is your point is sound. I still think it's unrealistic for Laporte. But that being said, I want us to try. I want us to try, and I want us. I think you have to I think this it. summer. Yeah, we we do we do. I think this summer, the non-negotiables, the absolutely non-negotiables: goalkeeper, defence, and at we least one done done children. It. At least one. I I will go as far to say, and I know
2: a lot of Spurs fans won't like me saying this. But I will go as far to say, I would sacrifice. No, actually, you can't even sacrifice that. We can go for four players. Yeah, I think in the in the chat I've spoken about five or six players, but we can legitimately go for four players and move forward. Yeah, but the, these four are are non-negotiable. There is no like we can't go into the season with if we don't get two centre backs. <laughs> two, not one, two, I think we're going to be in trouble. If we don't get a new goalkeeper that can, is comfortable with the boy at his feet, i.e. David Rhea and you know, so on and so forth, I think we're going to be in very, very big trouble. And if we don't get a midfielder, I know Ndombele is coming back and he wants to fight for his position, but we'll see what happens there. But if we don't get a midfielder that actually plays that role and we're comfortable with uh, on a week-in, week-out basis, going to be in very very serious problems last season we conceded 62-63 goals and Mm -hmm. if you go as far back to 2019 we have conceded a minimum of 40 plus goals a season, that is untenable, that is ridiculous Like, what do you want to do, how do you want to move forward in life if you're just getting slapped at the back, Mm -hmm. pause like this is a mess it's an absolute mess like, and, they, and they think that we can go into, like, listen, whoever, whatever journalist it was, yeah, that put out the the um, nonsense saying, oh, um, we're looking at Maguire, Maguire's on our list, Harry Kane, re-. listen, none of this stuff can be true, yeah, because if Harry Kane genuinely requested or made a shout out saying, yeah, boom, bring Maguire to the club, yeah, it's egregious. It's egregious. And, and Harry Kane needs to get shot. Like I'm. I'm. I'm not, even, yeah. I'm not even. No. 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 He has to. No, because it's egregious. Because, because you're you're a, you're a double agent. You're a mole. Yeah. Harry Maguire is without a shadow of a bloody doubt one of the worst centre backs I've seen in this modern game right here right now. That guy is absolutely shit. Yeah. Nobody can... I don't care if it's a back three, back 29, freaking hot, hot NFL play. I don't give a damn whatever it is. This guy is pure and utter ass. I've given people my my rankings on how I rank players. It's Maguire, Winks, and then a decent player because those two are the absolute echelon of crap at its highest form. I will gladly take freaking smalling over Maguire any day of the week, any is day right Maguire? Of the week, I will take Smalling over Maguire. Maguire is absolutely. I hope he stays at United. I hope he rots at United. I hope he knows that I personally think he's shit. Yeah. And if he wants me to say this to his face, because listen, you're not going to just attack me. I know what, I know what Harry Maguire does in Greece. He's a convict. That's why he can't go back out there. Yeah. He's there freaking slapping postal to and stuff like that. Come over to Tottenham now, innit? Come over. we got big Ange, Jenny. we got Postman. Yeah, let him get him to yeah. clap you off for what you did in Greece last time. Fast, yo. He's yeah. just another Lannister. Like Neymar. Let me get past this guy, bro. Nonsense, bro. You're sick in the head for that Neymar
0: comment. You're sick in the head. Don't think I didn't hear that. You're sick in the head for that, for that Neymar you're sick, I, I didn't I didn't that. you're sick you're sick in the head for that Neymar I didn't I didn't say say
2: I didn't say but
0: listen, me. I echo I echo your thoughts completely. No to Maguire, keep that brother away from this club. It just goes against everything. And if Harry Kane is really championing for him to come to this club, you don't deserve to win trophies at this club. Genuinely. If he's championing, if he's championing Harry Maguire, Maguire, you don't deserve to win trophies at this club. I'm sorry. That is a that is that that is a disgrace. And if the club are really and the third point in this, if the club are really letting a guy who is in the last twelve months of his contract and seemingly looking to move away from the club dictate the next defender that you bring in that's going to be here for the next couple of years, then they're even then then nothing's changed. Then we're we're even Bless. we're even more modded than we thought. Simple, it's simple. But anyway, listen, I'm gonna bring this podcast to a close. Um okay. big up to Twenty Four Z. He's someone who comes on my channel quite a lot. Thank you for the comments. So he said here I'm not sure if you can see this here, but he said yeah, centre yeah. back options. He's obviously put in Dicker, Luca, Luca Bar, um Goalkeeper, he's put David Rea. and then uh, Cam, he's put in Madison slash Kudos, two names that we've mentioned in the chat several times.
2: I don't, I don't think we'll get kudos though. Uh I uh. Don't, I don't.
0: Yeah, I think you'll have better offers. I think you'll have think better offers. Games. But
2: listen, Indica is go and, on. going AC Mala. UK, I ain't seen much of him. I haven't seen enough of
0: I haven't watched
2: him as well. coming on it. Um, but I've heard his name. It's ringing around, so it must he must be doing something good. Um I just haven't watched enough games. Um Ndika t- it fits the profile. If we want to play this high line, he, he does fit the profile, left footer. Um, he was good against us. That's all I remember. Really too tough. But I'm not gonna lie to you, the premise the <laughs> like you, you, you step like you step up from another league, you come to the premier, you stink. Like <laughs> Endomelli at, at Lyon, cold as Ice came to came to Squares, yeah. fatter than Lukaku. Like that's that's yeah. hard to do. You know, I know Lukaku's trimming now because of you know a stallion. That's you know that's another day, another story. But no, nah, man, uh, I I don't know, I don't know. We just need. I've heard it. I've heard it said multiple times. It's becoming brutally true. We need open heart surgery.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the theme, and they better give Ange the tools. You better give him the tools. Yeah, we're behind him. Pause. You better be behind him. Pause. Right, give him the tools. Do you think they're him gonna the give it? Tools. Tools. Just, just I don't memory. know. I, I'm on tour. I doubt. It's doubtful. It's doubtful with this club. But listen, if they've hired him, surely they've got a plan. They've got a plan. So let's see, let's see. Okay. But, um, people, thanks for tuning in. Um, it's been it's been a really interesting pod. We well, obviously we've spoken about Ange's appointment. Um, big up, big Ange. Listen, we're rooting for him. Come on. What's what's a, what's a what's a what's the Aussie term? What's Aussie term? What's a good Aussie term? Um, Why? What? What is that? The Aussie term? I can
1: spring Barbie on. or something. Like that. Yeah, a yeah. Spring yeah. the Barbie. Right.
2: No, you're wrong. <laughs> 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 you're absolutely wrong. Because I was actually thinking the same thing. Nah, man. You know what? Let me not even do that. Because uh, the Australians are nuts. You know, they're crazy. Pause. But um, uh, I don't even know what kind of I don't know yeah. Gustavo mate or something like that. Something crazy like that. That man. That man. I got some terms.
0: I've Either way, either, either way, we're rooting for him. Honestly, the, the amount of people that have commented on all my videos and sending me DMs and stuff and saying, honestly, you've got a gem. The prop is crazy. Australian Arsenal fans telling Australian Australian Arsenal fans DMing me it's and it's writing it's on my videos it's saying it's saying, it's saying, oh, I hate your club, but I'm I'm annoyed that you've got Ange. We really we really love Ange. We think he's going to be good. Blah blah blah. So I'm 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 feeling semi positive about Ange. I'm feeling negative about the people who employ anger. so I need I need that to stabilize. I need that to level up. So Yao, yeah. thanks for hopping on um as eloquent and as brutal as always. We, we love to hear it. We love to see it. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you're back here next week for the next pod. Um make sure you check us out on all the socials, touchline Fracker, one word on Twitter, on Instagram and make sure you check us out on socials again for the Spurs perspective. New Spurs order on Instagram and on Twitter as well. Until
1: then, That's we the are league. out. Go? <laughs> yeah, miss. On, on debut, Tongue Ongombele has scored the equaliser T- for Spurs. out of the Lucas A- Moura clips it. A great goal! Steven Bergwine has arrived in North A- London! A- Absolutely incredible on debut! Oh yeah! Sports Social Podcast Network.